Hello, my friends. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, happy day, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful day. It's Trish Carr once again with another episode of Be Real, Get Real with Women's Prosperity Network. Come and join us for the next 15 minutes while I, I introduce you to and you learn about one of the incredible women who I have the honor of um, knowing and sharing with you. And I'm going to tell you all about her. But first, go ahead and have a seat. Hit that share button and make sure you share because uh, you're going to hear an interesting story and something that she will be sharing with you about. It's a magic, 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 magic way for you to manage through anything that happens in life, anything that happens in life. So sit down, have a seat. Let's get going. And you know what we do here. What we do here on Be Real, Get Real is we get to know the real people behind the business because people do business with people. People don't do business with businesses. So the more you know, the more you can learn about the person that runs that business or is that business, we build that know, like, and trust factor. And that's what this is all about today, to find the real people behind those messages and business marketing and all that good stuff. And today, I'm so excited to have with me Laura Barker. She's an international business owner and a consultant who works with business owners to maximize their growth opportunities. And really, you're going to learn about her business acumen. She spans across a variety of industries. She's founded her own law firm. Yes, she's an attorney. I think she says she's a recovering attorney. Uh, she founded her own law firm. She co-founded an internationally successful retail business. And she does consulting for a wide variety of types of businesses, manufacturing, retail, professional services, businesses, and more. But get this, this you want to listen to. Laura has developed a system that's totally unique for consistently booking meetings with your ideal clients using LinkedIn. You know, we hear about LinkedIn all the time and many of us dabble but Laura knows how to maximize it. And using the Barker 20 system has proven to provide a flood of qualified leads without overwhelm, without frustration, and without confusion that most business owners experience. So I am so excited to introduce you to the incredible Laura Barker. Wow, Trish, that was that's impressive. Who is that woman? <laughs> I know. Who is that re that recovering attorney? For sure. For sure. So what kind of, what was it that made you not want to do that full time anymore? Well, it wasn't so much that I didn't want to do it full time anymore. It was uh, that life threw me a curveball and said, you're not going to do this anymore. Oh, what happened? Yeah, so I was very happy in my corner office practicing law, doing medical malpractice lawsuits, it, it, litigation, loved it. I will say this, you don't have much of a life um, outside of litigation when you are a litigator of larger lawsuits because it's just 24-7 in your head. But yeah, anyway, I hear like, so is the 70-hour work week, week oh, really what you were living? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've heard that attorneys really put in the hours. Yeah, I would. All, I would 
make a concerted effort to take a weekend day and go horseback riding because that I, I love horses. Oh my God. Don't even get me started. We'll spend the whole time on horse stories because I love I have amazing, amazing stories. But anyway, but so I'm practicing law. Life is going good. I got my horses, all that stuff. Right. And then I got sick mm. and I did not get just a little sick. Like, you know, go big or go home, right? <laughs> Apparently, I went big and went home <laughs> um, <laughs> for the long haul. And so literally um, was just taken out of business, of life. Not, I mean, I didn't die, obviously, but there were times I was awfully close. And um, just taken out of the world of work, out of the world of, world of social life, out, just, just ripped out, lost everything lost my horses, my farm, my, my house, had to move in with my mother, um, to be cared for. Um, oh and, my goodness, Laura. Yeah. So you were totally debil debilitated, really? hundred percent. Wow. hundred yeah, percent. And in fact, so as a lawyer, we make our living with words, right? Yes. When I was first struck with this illness, it, had settled in my brain and it manifested the way a stroke victim does. I was aphasic. I could not come up with a word. I could not create sentences. I cannot describe to you the frustration because I could see them in my head, but they wouldn't come out of my mouth. So was it like having a stroke? Yes. Yes. That was the, that's how it manifested. That was, that was the beginning of it. Yes. Wow. And it lasted a long time. It sounds like if you really right. lost everything, you couldn't work. That's right. And, and I was told that I would not ever work again. And that my life expectancy was not really that good. Wow. And how old were you then, Laura? 33, 34. Wow, that is, I can't imagine hearing at 33 that you only have a little bit of time left. Yeah. I can't imagine. So how did you, now look at you now. Okay, look at you now. Absolutely. You're thriving, you have thriving businesses, you have a great life, you ride your horses. I mean, first of all, I, I mean, I don't even know the questions I have in my mind are, how did you deal in that in that space of I'm not going to live very long. I, I, I'm debilitated and I can't go anywhere. My mother has to take care of me. I've lost my money. I've lost my farm. I lost my animals. I lost everything that mattered mm -hmm. to me. And here you are thriving. So I know there's a long story in there about how you recovered, but how did you mentally stay alive? Sure. You know, I have been accused of wearing rose-colored glasses my entire life. And I'll tell you what, I love my rose-colored glasses. I will never give them up. If you don't personally have a pair, get some, okay? <laughs> because it will help you get through. But sometimes they get, even those get muddy, right? And this, I definitely, you know, struggled um, initially to, to cope. 
but I will say that knowing where I am now, I would not change a single thing. Had I not gotten sick and had my life so disrupted, I probably would still be practicing law. I, I don't know why I would have changed that. Right. But I so love the path I'm on now, right? That I, I don't want to practice law. Like, no, that's not even where I would want to go back to. And everything that that period of my life taught me has made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. so I would not change a thing. I just want to make that clear. You know, a lot of times people will say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. Right, right. I have a uh, right... Right here on my desk, I have a little um, sticker that says, everything that happens to me is the best possible thing that can happen to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but as far as coping goes, I, I did learn something early on that, that was just a game changer. You kind of hinted at it in the, in the, when you introduced me. And that is learning and accepting the fact that the only constant in our lives is change. Mm. That doesn't mean that the change is going to be better. Right. right? That's true. That's so true. That, that is the lesson. Okay. So it, I liken it to if you're getting being subjected to like Chinese water torture, right? Where there's, you know, dripping on one single spot, right? Just a change in the location is a relief, right? <laughs> if there's That's a switch in your arm, right? Yes, yes. And so no matter how bad something seems to be, it will change. You can mm -hmm. count on it. You can count on it. It's almost an oxymoron. Right. The only constant is change. Yes. But it is a truism that I have discovered, embraced and lived by uh, since since getting sick. And, and it's really what got, has just propelled me on. Right. Because and I want to say this, too. If it's really good, don't be upset when it changes. You knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You know, it's kind of like a roller coaster, really. You get the really good stuff going and then something changes and something happens. And it really is just life. I was watching uh, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. Okay, so it is all about just that, how life is momentary. Life changes on a dime and uh, every decision we make you know, propels us in one direction or another. And there you were living with your mom, dealing with all you had to do. At what point did you like come back to life? You were sick for a long time, right? Oh, yeah. So I got, I got chemo every four weeks for 19 years. Wow. Yeah. It's a long time. Wow. Like if you think of it, now, I know you've told me this in the past, but hearing it again, every time I hear it, it's like, I. so, and chemo is something that you are not going to feel good after you get it every four weeks for night, every four weeks, you knew, okay. one constant okay. you knew was that you were getting chemo and you wouldn't be feeling good. 
that's well i also knew i wouldn't be alive without it that's true so there's you know there's that <laughs> yeah there's just that there's that the at other thing is point, that, oh, go ahead no no i was, I was gonna, at what point so there you were for 19 years at what point did you get back in your life was it after, after, about, after about 15 years 15 years laura 14 15 something like that yeah. wow and were you married at the time no no okay yeah I'm happily married now, though, to the man of my dreams. Oh, my gosh. My man, let me just tell you guys, they don't come better than him. Not for me, anyway, right? Not for me. He spoils me like you, I mean, he cooks, he cleans, he goes to the grocery, he pampers me beyond belief. Uh, I I could go on. Do you rent him out? What? Do you rent him out? No, I like- do not. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> he is all mine, baby. <laughs> that is so. How did you meet each other? Oh, you're gonna love this. I, we met on eHarmony. Oh ah. yeah. So after I had been isolated for so long, <clears throat> and the only men that I ever saw were doctors or health professionals, right? I thought, you know, I just wonder, like, what are men like today? no idea right yeah and i like the idea of eHarmony because you can start a conversation and ask questions without them knowing like how to contact you outside of the platform like it felt protected and safe and you could weed out the wackos yeah yeah (laughs) but honest to goodness my now husband jim was the first and only person i i spoke to Oh, wow. It was kismet. It, it absolutely was. Absolutely was. And then, so we, we, you know, continued the conversation and then eventually he lived in Atlanta, which also was good because I didn't actually want to meet a man. Okay. I was not ready for that. I was right. just like, let me just see what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And you, anyway. Were, you were in Knoxville and he was in Atlanta. So was right. that like a four hour drive? Uh, five? Three hour. He was in North Atlanta. So like the Marietta area. Yeah. So that wasn't too bad. You managed. We managed. And how long before you got married after meeting each other? Four years. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. That's really, that's a long distance for four years. Yes. Yes. But I was going to Atlanta once a month anyway to see a specialist. Oh, I see. So perfect. It it worked out beautifully. It did. And now you have the man of your dreams. And isn't that? A wonderful thing. That's and again, wonderful had thing. I not gotten sick, he would not be in my life. Because everything that's happened to me is the best thing that can happen to me. 100%. And 100%. that's my mantra. That's how I get through whatever I have to get through. Because I know that on the other side, there's a reason, there's a season, there's some reason I went through this. Absolutely. And, you know, there are so many people and we, you know, you and I, we know lots of people and every day, I hear someone having a struggle pretty much every day. And, you know, you are the queen of rebounding that you've been able to, you know, from 20 years being ill, happily married now, running international business, running your LinkedIn business, doing all the consulting that you do for businesses. So when somebody's going through one of those changes, 
that we really don't want. What advice would you give someone who's dealing with in this moment, and who knows how long it's going to last, but dealing with something going on that is, most people would say, I can't believe you have to go through this. My one piece of advice, if I can only give one, would be imagine yourself five years from now out of this situation, whatever that is, right? And how would that make you feel, right? You would feel fantastic, right? Yeah. So what you have, the you have the power to bring that feeling to the present moment, even if the externals don't match picture it this way you know i love prince right yes prince right. we all know prince the raspberry beret you know that right. that prince right. love him well imagine feeling really down and hearing the song 1999 you're gonna perk up mm -hmm. you know what that tells you that tells you you can choose your feelings no matter what's going on externally mm. so when you're down in it get out of it folks get out of it with your own thoughts now controlling your thoughts is a skill set oh yeah so if you think you that it's impossible it's not but it is a muscle and you must exercise it and it is one i have exercised and continue to exercise on a daily basis so that i have control of my thoughts instead of vice versa do you have a daily practice that you use to keep your mindset where you want it to be oh absolutely What's that? Meditation. And not just for me, not just any meditation. So like transcendental meditation is not going to get it for me, but it could. I mean, mm -hmm. it might. But I really follow the meditations of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. I just, I like a guided meditation because it is hard to control your thoughts. Yeah, because <laughs> there's so many of them. You know how I learned to do it initially, though, was through Abraham Hicks. Abraham Hicks suggested getting uh, some focus on a sound like a fan or a refrigerator or something, right? Focus on that sound for as long as you can without a thought coming in. As soon as a thought comes in, recognize it and get back to the sound. So when I first started, I could do it for like five seconds. If that, right? right? Like, boom, I couldn't even, probably not even a second, right? I can do it for hours now if I want to. Wow. Well, you remember that? I don't know if you've seen it. There's a scene in Eat, Pray, Love where Julia Roberts is trying to meditate and all she hears is, I can't do this. I don't know how people stop their thoughts. I can't, This is too hard, you know, but I love that idea, Laura. I never heard that before. So focusing on white noise of some kind will help your, your keep the thoughts out. And when they come, that's a big thing, what you just said when those thoughts come. So what do you do? You just say, okay, I know you're there, go away. Yeah, you just get up, get up and go back. I'm going back to the fan. Just refocus. It's about, it's, and really, so this is a business lesson too, folks. Because when you have the ability to truly focus, this is what laser focusing is all about. This is what laser focus means. It means literally focusing on one thing to the exclusion of all others. Mm. Through and that. If you can do it in your head, you are way ahead of the game. Wow. <clears throat> that is so cool. Well, Laura, I, we could go on because <laughs> I have so many more <laughs> questions. 
Um, I know that you have some good stuff you give away on your website, so I want to make sure everybody got gets that. Um, there's a free guide to what does this free guide do for people? Jumpstart your LinkedIn profile. So you can get your profile where it needs to be. Absolutely. Everything on LinkedIn centers around your profile. That is the hub of your success or not your success on using the LinkedIn platform. So it needs to be optimized. And this is a guide that will help you get there. I offer it free to everyone and really just suggest it doesn't matter if you're brand new to the platform or if you've been on there for a while. Sometimes we just have to get back to basics and make sure we're still tuned in to what's yeah. working. What do you think keeps people from LinkedIn? I know so many business people who, when I ask them about their social media presence, they all tell me, well, I'm on Facebook or I'm on Instagram, but I'm like, hello, are you a business person? What is it you think that keeps people from LinkedIn? It is yeah. not like the other social media platforms. Yeah. So when they go to LinkedIn and try to do what they've been doing, it won't work. And they get overwhelmed. They get intimidated. Uh, sometimes I hear, oh, my, my clients aren't there. My audience isn't there. But I hate to break it to everybody. There are over 900 million users worldwide on LinkedIn. And it's getting bigger every day. Your audience is there. You just have to know how to find them. Yeah, it's true. I was looking for somebody yesterday that I made contact with out in the world. And then I was trying to find him. And he wasn't on Facebook. I found him on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing is that LinkedIn allows you, LinkedIn is all about business. So you know how on Facebook, at least this is in my experience, and I'm not a Facebook expert. But my experience on Facebook is you meet people, whatever. If you want to talk business, sometimes they get offended. Right. Right. Or you have to kind of ease your way into it. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Right. Let's just cut to the cut to business. LinkedIn's all about business. So nobody's going to be shocked when you want to talk about business. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they give us such great tools to filter out and find those businesses and, and people who are relevant to our audience that it's just so much easier to target your audience on LinkedIn than mm -hmm. on Facebook for this type, you know, in this scenario. Yeah, well, and I know your system makes such a difference for people. So I want to make sure everybody knows to go to BarkerBusinessSolutions.com. Get to know Laura Barker a little better and, and find out how, what you can do with LinkedIn, among other things that are on uh, Laura's website. Laura, uh, thank you so much for sharing. You know, uh, when I hear 19 years of chemo once a month and then I go into my kitchen and I drop the coffee on the floor, all I'm going to do is remind myself, I'm not going to chemo this month. There you go. You know, uh, you, get, you get to bend down and pick it up. That's exercise, girlfriend. Right. That's right. Look at this. That's totally the silver lining. That's finding the lemonade in the lemons. Yeah, one of my uh, mentors says, instead of making lemonade out of lemons, he makes lemon trees. And that's what you do. You make lemon trees out of whatever life hands you. And I thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing yourself. Everybody, be sure to go to Laura Barker's website, Barker Business Solutions. Join us at Women's Prosperity Network. Laura is one of our expert faculty.
So she is someone that we uh, highlight often throughout the year. She's on many of our podcasts and our events. So please, please, please join us and certainly come to Women's Prosperity Network. You can become a free member. Just go to the website and um, click the button and get started with your membership and collaborate, learn from these amazing women. We learn so much from each other. So I urge you to be a part of it. Laura Barker, I cannot thank you enough for being here. Thank I appreciate you. you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And those of you, thank you so much for being with us today. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Be Real, Get Real. Bye-bye, everybody.